Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 125 of the Property Magic Podcast. On this episode, I want to share a bit more around the saying, a little bit of knowledge can be very dangerous. You see, I meet property investors all the time who have a little bit of knowledge about certain things. They then make decisions based on that limited knowledge, and they're not always the right decisions. Let me give you an example of that. So at my recent Mastermind Accelerator three-day training, one of the delegates was a gentleman who is an EPC specialist, and he goes to homes for landlords um, and does the EP certificates, which you need when you're renting a property out. And if you sell a property, you also need an EPC. Now, I'm sure you've heard that the government is suggesting that by 2025, there's a possibility that if we want to rent a house out, it will need to have a C classification on the EPC certificate. Now, actually getting a C is pretty difficult and most properties are going to really struggle to get a C classification. But when you get an EPC report, it gives you recommendations of what you can do. It says if you put a water storage heating in, for example, it will take you up to a certain level. Now, the problem is you might go to your local plumbing supplier and say, yeah, I'd like to get this particular uh, storage heater. And they say, oh, sorry, that one's sold out. But look, we've got this one, which is actually better. It's more efficient, etc. So as a conscientious landlord, you might think, great, I'm going to buy the better one, get that installed, and that will help my EPC rating. But something that I didn't know until I spoke to this gentleman was actually that won't do anything for your EPC rating unless it's one of the recognized uh, pieces of equipment that uh, they have assessed. What we mean by this is, unfortunately, the system is a bit out of date and behind. A, a new, fantastic, say, storage cheater might come out onto the market, the best, the most efficient. But if it's not been assessed and approved by the people who run the EPC, then you can put this fantastic new storage cheater, which will improve the energy efficiency of that property, but as far as the EPC people are concerned, it doesn't tick the box. So you have to be very careful. Sometimes people go out with all the best will in mind, think, right, I'm going to improve my property. I'm going to do this, this, and this. For example, um, I've been told, although I find it's hard to believe, but I'm told that actually putting new windows in a property will have very little effect on an EPC certificate. It might make the house warmer, more efficient, but again, it's not going to really affect the EPC. So it's one of those things where you really have to work with specialists. And my advice to you is whenever you want to um, do something in property, make sure you're getting advice from people who actually know what they're talking about. It always makes me smile and slightly wince when I see people on something like Facebook and they're asking for tax advice. Now, obviously, people can give you their opinion from their experience. But the problem with that is that everyone's tax situation is very different and very individual. What someone else did with their tax might be relevant for them, but may not be relevant for you. So it's really not a good idea to ask for tax advice on an open forum such as Facebook, because everyone will give their opinion. Unless you're actually getting advice from someone who's a qualified specialist, you probably can't really take much guidance from that information you're gaining anyway. Um, And even if someone was a tax specialist, they'll probably say, well, here's a general principle, but actually 
I need to understand your personal situation uh, to give you the best advice. So again, it comes down to making sure you've got a power team around you who can help you. Because there's a key thing I want you to understand from this particular podcast is that you don't need to know everything in property. In fact, you're never going to know everything. I've been investing in property for over 26 years and there's lots of things I don't know. But you know what? Lots of things I don't really want to know about. For example, I have a, 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 a fairly good understanding about planning, but I'm not a planning specialist. And if I'm doing a development, I will always enlist the help of my planning specialist. I'll pay them for their advice and get the right guidance rather than trying to work it out myself or wing it and make an expensive mistake. You see, Investing in the right people, getting the, the expert advice around you is a really smart thing to do. Otherwise, you might make a very expensive mistake and not even realize until it's too late. Now, another thing that um, another area where people have a little bit of knowledge can be a dangerous thing is in the area of HMOs and particularly in licensing and planning. Now, licensing planning are important things to understand. They are actually totally unconnected and many people really get themselves all mixed up about this. Um, and one thing I hear people say all the time, which is a huge mistake, they say, oh, if you have an Article 4 area, you can't do an HMO in an Article 4 area. Now, to extent that's correct, but actually it's not correct as well. So let me explain. So Article 4 is where the local council have decided there are too many HMOs. And normally, in most areas, you can take a normal house, which is a C3 planning classification, and you can convert it into an HMO for up to six which is a C4 planning classification. And you can do that without planning permission because you can do it under what's called permitted development rights. However, many towns and cities, the local council believe there are too many HMOs. And so they introduce what's called the Article 4 direction. Now, what this means is that the permitted development rights have been removed. And so to turn a house, a C3 classification, into an HMO for up to six people, C4, um, you would need to get full planning permission to do that. Now, the councils have introduced Article 4 direction because they don't want more HMOs. So they will automatically decline that planning, uh, approve that, that planning application. However, that doesn't mean that you can't set up an HMO. You can appeal against that. And as long as it meets the criteria, you will get your planning permission. So what are the criteria? Well, it varies from council to council, but it might be something like the council doesn't want uh, any more than 20% of the properties within a certain radius of the property you're looking at to be HMOs. If it's less than 20%, by the way, some councils are 10%. If it's less than 20% HMOs in that radius, then on appeal, you should get your planning permission. So this is important because I know many investors or I hear investors say, oh, I'm, I'm not looking for HMOs in an article for area because I know I can't do them. Well, no, you can do them if you meet the criteria. So again, a little bit of knowledge can be very dangerous if not used correctly. Um, talking about Article 4 areas, one of the best things you can do is actually pick up HMOs from existing HMO landlords in an Article 4 area. As long as they've been used as an HMO before Article 4 was introduced and continuously since Article 4 was introduced, you can get what's called a certificate of lawfulness, which means that you don't need to get planning permission. And when you buy a property like this, you would either need to 
show the planning permission or the certificate of lawfulness in order to get your mortgage. So another mistake that I see people make, they look to buy properties in an Article 4 area. They don't realize that they need the certificate of lawfulness. They buy the property and then once the property has been sold, the landlord might not be as willing to give you the information you need and help you out get that certificate of lawfulness. So it can be a real problem uh, that people encounter. And then the other problem with regard to HMOs as well is often you see an HMO that might be listed as a fully licensed HMO on the market for sale with an estate agent. Maybe it's a six-bed licensed HMO. And the investors assume got a license, I'll be able to get a license when I buy the property. Not quite as simple as that. Because in October 2018, the government changed the regulations around HMOs. And they said, look, there are now minimum room sizes needed. Typically, the national standard is for a single room, 6.5 meters squared, and for a double room, 10.22 meters squared. So if your room's smaller than that, it cannot legally be used as a bedroom. And so there might be properties that were licensed in, say, 2017, uh, which are fully licensed right now. Some point in 2022, that license will run out. And at the time when it was licensed, there were no minimum room requirements. But now there are. And so we see landlords selling HMO properties to people who know a little bit but don't know enough, who are thinking they can buy this six-bed licensed HMO. But when they come to relicense it, maybe one or even two of the rooms might be too small and they'll only get a license for maybe four people. That changes the numbers on a deal significantly to the point that maybe it's not a very good deal. So again, it's having enough knowledge to be able to move forward, but recognizing what you don't know can be quite dangerous. In fact, Robert Kiyosaki's got a great saying. He says, what you know will make you money and what you don't know will cost you money. So a little bit of knowledge can be a dangerous thing. If you're investing in property, it's really important to get all the knowledge around the required subject so you can make the right decisions and or tap into a team of experts around you who can also help guide you and make sure you avoid any expensive mistakes. So that's pretty much all I want to share with you on the podcast today. If you like the idea of investing in HMOs, which is my favorite strategy, I do have some free online training all about that. You can go to www.hmocourse.co.uk and register to get some free training. Um, That link is going to be in the show notes for you as well. Until next time, I encourage you to invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.